Welcome to the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast, where we discuss and analyze your favorite Marvel sports. From JMR Marble League to all go-do tournaments, we'll make sure you never miss the action. All Marble Sports, all the time, right here on the MSW Podcast. everybody and welcome back yes back to the marvel sports worldwide podcast my name is brendan <laughs> and i'm commander wolf well that that's that's a new one that's yeah, a new yeah, one yeah welcome back yes back to what oh you it's know like a newscaster like hello welcome back sports fans to espn <laughs> yeah this is msp no we can't take mspn <laughs> no. No, hey no, technically that, that, though we are a it's, marvel it's, sports it's, 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 uh, it is performance network okay we, th- th- that is true. They're, they're, in a sense, we are that. And Marvel's Beyond is that—that's what they are now. So, no, I'm just kidding. I would never take MSPN. I like MSWP. It rings well. I still uh, have that consideration of changing it to the Marvel Talk podcast. But uh, every time I bring it up, every time I bring it up, Waff, Waff gives me my, my my left hand and my my elbow. Okay, about it. We've I, been doing this like for it. over a year and almost 75 episodes. We're not changing it now. <laughs> All right, fine. But I was—it it, just—it does sound has a nice ring. Marvel Talk. You know, we're just talking Marvel. Sure, you know? it's got a ring to it, but like. This is a, we have been called the Marvel Sports Worldwide Podcast Worldwide. for over a year, almost almost a year and a half now. Like, why change it? Yeah, it's true. It's true. So we're not, we're not going to change it, but hey, we could, we might, maybe uh, maybe episode one hundred and thirty-four. Uh, someone remember that? I might change it for that. Um, but anyways, um, what what happened for me in the flat in the last week? In the last week. Um, the flask. I went to Top Golf on Saturday. It was a lot of fun. Um, Very fun. And my sister had her birthday, so she turned Ooh. something age. I feel like I shouldn't give that <laughs> out. And um, we, I took her out to Top Golf because she she likes that, and I like that. And we went out there and we hit some golf balls around, and it, it was good. I will tell you this. I don't know if uh, for anyone who has been to Top Golf. Um, oh, let me explain it first. Okay, Top Golf is um, a, it's like a driving range, except um, you drive off you drive off like from the ball from the little box area, and you drive it instead <laughs> of out into just grass. You drive it into targets, and you, you put them in the targets. You get points for it, and so you can play different games like hitting the ball the furthest or chipping the ball into the little targets that are close. And it, it's a lot of fun. It, it's good for practicing your game and just having fun. Um, something I will say though um, is the the clubs that they give you at Top Golf because you can bring your own clubs or um, uh, just use theirs that are like ready ready there. They're heavy compared to normal clubs. I found them like twice as heavy, so I was uh, struggling a little bit um, with my driver because I was not I did, it was wasn't as controlled. The drivers was heavy. And I was slicing a lot. Uh, I slice usually anyway, even with the light driver, but it was it was, it was exacerbated. So, uh, in, in anyways, a lot of fun. Uh, I, it was good to get out of my house too. So, uh, very enjoyable. And uh, I don't know, man. It's life's been freaking boring, man. I just been sitting doing college work, and then more college work. Um, you know, I did have like a couple. I had a test today. Uh, actually, went well, which is good. But man, life's just been like, you know, work and then never once in a while do something fun. So no crazy funny stories to tell you guys. Um, and listen, if I stumble across a crazy funny story, 
I will tell it to you. Oh, I got one. Um, this was <laughs> this is from a couple weeks ago, actually. Uh, but it, it's just something that kind of it's, it's, it's a short little moment. It's not even a story. This is a moment that I just I just had and I just laughed at. But it's just so funny. Um, I was I was out at the park. Um, at uh, it was like a park down down the road where I live. It's like a like a five minute jog or maybe even less. Um, and I and I'll jog down there most days just because you know you know, exercise, and I'll go down there, and it's like, there's like swings there, and there's like a picnic table, so you can, you know, just kind of do something different, but I was down there, and I was just um, sitting there, kind of hanging out, and this this guy and his two sons uh, pull in in his car, get out of the car, and they go for a walk, and oh my god, it's just, I don't know, just so funny, this one kid, he gets out of the car, and he's like a pudgy kid, he's got this freaking giant football helmet on, um, he, when he gets out of the car, and this kid's like, they were. Let's just say they weren't there to play football. This kid was like ten. He gets out. He has this giant helmet on for for no reason. There was just no reason to have the helmet on. And they just start like walking around the um, uh, the park, and he's just wearing this giant helmet. It's like wobbling back and forth on his head. He's <laughs> it's like weighing him down or something. But oh, it was just so freaking funny. And um. I, you could just tell, oh, you could just tell that the dad was just completely embarrassed by this. He wa- he walked 10, he like walked like 10 paces in front of his kids and <laughs> the whole time. And he was just walking, trying to mind his own business. His kids are like running behind him, trying to catch up. And uh, he like looked over at me and said like, um, hello, you know, like, hello, how was your day going? You know, as like people do and when they... You know, you, you know, you say like that, and you don't really want anybody. You want you don't want them to want them to answer. You just want them to be like, "Hey, I uh, hope you're having a good day too," and then you move on. <laughs> um, but he's just when he said that, you could just tell his face. He was just like, "Oh fuck, I hate these kids. Why are they, why is this kid wearing a helmet? I, I I just I don't I don't understand it." He was just embarrassed by it, and it was it was funny. It, <laughs> and then <laughs> and then the other kid took takes out like some sort of like freaking like kazoo or some shit starts blowing on it um i don't know it was just a funny little moment um uh uh with with with, uh, when i was sitting there at the park so uh that's all i got that's literally all i got so um maybe something interesting or will happen in the next week but interesting er man i i don't know i didn't know where that story was gonna go i I was I, I, I think when you're trying to describe dr- driving the balls off of the tees at, for Tolgoff, I half expected you to say drive off the cliff or something like that. Like, what? <laughs> I was very confused. No. <laughs> With no, you, yeah. Brendan, there's no telling. There's, there's no never... talent. There's no talent. We just roll along. You know, we, we, we raspberry race along. Um, I'm going to throw some puns in there. I, I've been bad in the puns um, lately. You I have, been, like last you have more tame. I will give you that. I've, I've dropped off. So so in lieu of that situation, I will have to remind you that um, when you talk about the commentator for Marvel's Beyond, his name is Rick O'Shea. That's the name he goes by. And the, the, the pun there is that if you take the, the name Rick O'Shea and say it fast, you get Ricochet. And that and ricochet is a word. Ricochet is a word. It means like like to bounce off back and forth, almost like pinballing uh, around. Um, How could this happen so to me? That word I made my mistakes. So it's, so Got nowhere to run, but life fun. goes on. Ricochet. 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 It's actually it's a great pun. Honestly, How I, could I could this happen to me? I'm so, sick of this meme. In- <laughs> 
<laughs> in any event, um, that will end the pain for Waff there. Um, Waff, any any uh, anything going on in your life this week, um, or are you, are you ready uh, for Johnny Marble to make your life better? I mean, not not recently, but like I guess like there are some stories I didn't talk about. Like like you mentioned like, the hanging out with your uh, sister, like that like kind of reminded me of how like a few uh, weeks ago, one of my younger brothers was in town and like. Or we originally planned actually to go bowling, but then we were like, nice. he's like, wait, yo, let, let's play Lego Rock Band. And so we decided, so, so the two days we could hang out, we decided to just play Lego Rock Band the entire time. Oh, that's fun. I've never played that. What is that like? Just like, what is that? So um, Lego Rock Band is basically, is Rock Band with Legos, obviously. And like it's it's, it's more, it's got that, that classic Lego game humor and charm to it. And it is oh, I love I love Lego chocolate. like movie humor. Um, yes. you ever see the Lego Star Wars? It, it's good. It's it's yes. funny. And like um, it was really fun. Like it was like a big wow. It's a nostalgic game for us. Like all four of my, uh, us, my, my, me and my three brothers. Like we that's something we all play together. And like it's one of the few things that we really didn't fight over too much. Like we like when we were younger. We fought a whole lot. Anybody who's mm-hmm. had who has siblings, especially a lot of siblings like we did, will know that it can be very chaotic at times. But oh, indeed, because it's like because it's a cooperative game. It's a game that we could all really enjoy together, and it was. And so reliving that that nostalgia was like it was just so great to come back to it. No, yeah, um, that that sounds like a lot of fun. There's nothing better than playing a, um, your fa- one of your favorite games um, with with with, uh, with your family, your siblings. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I'm glad I'm glad you had that moment too. That's a good moment. Um, anyways, uh, we will wrap up the, this intro sponsored by. I don't uh, family moments marbly McMarble face too uh, and let's go to the news with Johnny Marble electric boogaloo sure <laughs> Johnny Marble, and as always, I'm coming to you for MSW. Now, we have a lot of news, so let's not waste any time. Race 3 of Marble Rally 2020 was the smoothest and most interesting race so far, with Wedderson providing greater structural integrity to the track and obstacles such as the spinning gate and collection area adding more variety to the course. However, the Wedderson also meant it would stick to the marbles more and cause more drag, so they needed to race harder than ever before. The race was close, with Dragon's Egg taking first, and while it looked like Ghost Plasma would come in second, they lost all the momentum and stalled right at the finish line, allowing Quicksilver to make quick on its name and get the silver. Fortunately though for Ghost Plasma, Cool Moody gave them a little push, and they were still able to get third place. But now we're on to Nazmar, race number four to beat Zach, the Misfortune 400, at the Mayhem Super Speedway, which was a very fitting name as it was easily the most hectic race thus far. With even more DNFs than last time, as well as several cars exploding throughout, the MSW teams didn't fare so well, unfortunately, as Quilo failed to qualify and Spitzer didn't even make it out of the first heat. Oak, however, did manage to get sixth, so at least one member had a decent performance this time around. 
The final race was absolutely wild, as it seemed Mozilla was going to take the gold with a clean sweep after winning three runs in a row, leaving them with only one left to win. However, Confetti started to make a comeback and tied it all up, and it seemed the battle would be between these two racers. But, even with the odds stacked against them, Streamer managed to win two more runs, resulting in yet another three battle for first. It was close, but in the end, Streamer took first, making them the first racer to win multiple races, and they did it back to back no less. Mozilla then went on to win second place, while Confetti took a very respectful third place home. Only four races remained before the playoffs, so be sure to vote for the two tracks you want to see make a comeback when the time comes. Well guys, that's all the news, but hey, you made it through it, and I'm proud of you. I've been Johnny Marvel. You have been the best fans in the world. Let's take it back and continue with the podcast, and I'll see you next time. Welcome back from the news, everybody. Thank you, Johnny Marble. For another informative and exciting news segment, you bring the energy every week, and somehow you seem to bring more energy every week. I don't even know how you could put any more energy into those news reports, but you find a way. And now we're here. Now we're here for the show. Uh, Marble Rally 2020 Race 2 has passed. And it, mm-hmm. it, it was a good yes. race. It, it was, it was um, a lot of DNFs again, um, again. again. Yeah. And I will and I will even uh, skip to the end here so you can take a look at the standings. You know what? I'll go hear the standings. Um, you, know, you, you already see pictures the, of the DNFs On the there. wiki. And uh, there were one, two, three, four, five, six DNFs seven. on the race. Um, I don't think seven. Now, seven, I think, included the, the uh, Ghost Marble this time around. Oh, why would we include the ghost marble? It's not a racer. I mean, oh. I guess that counts. But um, and it just show, it just it just shows how that like, it's that just how chaotic it is. Like it inclu- that it was still another marble who was racing on that course that got out. Yeah, yeah, and that and that is uh, that is a lot, and it equals the DNFs from race one, and sensible since uh, they, it was the same track uh, for the first probably two the same races. day too. I would imagine possibly the same day. Maybe they. Uh, waited until it was a little darker or whatever. I don't know how they do it, actually. But, uh, yeah, you got you got the same track twice, six DNFs on both races. Uh, Greg, actually, in the beginning of uh, Race 2 video, said seven in Race 1. Either he got that wrong or included the ghost marble like Waff did. I don't know if he DNF'd in Race 1. But that is that is six DNFs. That's, that's like four DNFs too many, in my opinion. Three, maybe. But that's a lot of DNFs, all right? That's... Almost a fourth. That's over a fourth of the competitors out there on the track not even finishing the race. And and Waf, I don't know if you have um, a sort of a opinion on on the on the average DNFs that should occur per race. But in my opinion, it should be no more than five uh, per I mean, race. Or it's for me, not I guess a well-made it just depends course. on like um, I think I'm more like it's like okay with what happens, what happens, like. Like Yella actually, like he grades like the sand quality. I think according to him, like he considers this like a three or a three point three out of five. Like mm-hmm. so, this is not his. So he doesn't consider this at least in his opinion, he doesn't consider this optimal conditions for racing. But like it's good enough to the point where like they've been like it's been delayed for so long that I think that they that that's and that's probably why like you can tell like just looking at the sand and comparing it to past videos, it's not as solid as it as it usually is. It is definitely more granular and more 
in more prone to collapse. And that's, I mean, it's why there's been so many DNFs. Although I, maybe I'm just, maybe it's just been, it's been so long, but it looks to me, it looks like the, uh, the banks on the, on the sides of the track are a little bit lower this year. No, I agree. And um, I'm actually having the, the race pulled up here silently on the YouTube. So if you're listening to the podcast on the YouTube, go check that out because you'll get the visual aspect of this as we analyze and break down the race. But yeah, if you if you look and, and we're right here into the start of the race, the, the the boundaries on the sides are quite quite lower. They they really are. There is not actually in some places there's not even any um, indication of a definite kind of wall on the side uh, of the of the of the course, and and it's almost just like the sand is flat. Now the sand becomes bumpy. There's no like. There's no walls. I mean, there is here in this yeah, part just, right saw here, that. Like, about that. halfway through the uh, about halfway through the first third, you start to get some walls, but you also get some some points um, where it's really it's really flat and and it's almost like there's barely any walls there at all. So um, I think I I don't know what goes into designing a course. That is something I would love to have um, gel on one day for. To really ask him, okay, so what considerations and what precautions do you have to take when designing a course uh, for Sand Marble Rally? But I will say, it, it, there is, there is, there are not high walls right now, and 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 I don't know if it's because is I don't know how they make it. I don't know what the best sand conditions are, but I mean, I guess if the sand is too uh, dry, it looks it looks dry, really dry. Then it's going to be hard to build up those walls on the sides. And um, um, I've definitely seen courses in the past where you have a lot more uh, structure on the sides and it's just mm-hmm. not there in this I mean, race. Like, that is, that is mostly dependent on the weather conditions. Like, and how, like how it all turns out. Like, like, and like at least from from what I remember, like they posted on the red, like they were trying to go like film one day, and like there's like I think some traffic issues or whatever. Like it's like they've been like I think they've been under a lot of str- I think a lot of stress. Tr- or at least Yellow has been like trying to really get this done. And like I think like I don't think that this is necessary. Personally, I th- I still enjoy it. I don't think that like they shouldn't have raced in these conditions. I think these are good and fine. I just I think maybe like if this is how it's going to be for every race, maybe my tone will change. Like if they're constantly DNFing throughout the entire season, like to this degree, it might get a little, it might get a little, um, annoying, but I, I, I do kind of like how like in, like in universe it's kind of like, basically this is like the, the most difficult year that's in, in marble rally history. All these DNFs, like this is the most toughest tracks that they've ever raced on. It's like, it's like the, the culmination of all their experience. Yeah, yeah, and this is this is certainly um, an example of, the, of a tough track. Um, and actually, I'm hoping uh, here in the video we'll get a picture of some of the DNFs. There's one off there. Um, I want to see how bunched up those DNFs are. You get a couple out there, um, but but I think there's one over there on the right side. But it's actually two. Um, the DNFs and the, are and there, there was, the, the ghost marbles went off there. You saw two right there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but I think you can see that the, the DNFs were actually spread apart over three different areas and not all bunched right. up. Oh, four different areas, actually, if you t- count this first one. <clears throat> so you're not talking about DNFs all in the same place. And I, and I think usually, um, I mean, at least in a lot of courses from the past, when you have the Even DNFs, race. They'll, they'll often happen in, in the same area or couple of areas. Um, but in this race, uh, I think it's just because the whole track does not have the best structure on the outsides. You're getting DNFs. You got DNFs in four different places, this track, and six overall. And that's a lot. Yeah, and that, 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 that kind of happened in the last race. Where, like, where, uh, this, the opposite happened in the last race, where like, they all kind of DNFed at pretty much the exact same time. 
in the exact same place. Yeah, and I think that I think judging by the fact that the same track was used for the first two races, I think the first track had one error, and then the second track, the second time it was used, it was worn down a little bit from the previous race and conditions, yeah. and then all of a sudden you had more gaps open up and more places that marbles are going to lose control. So, um, I mean, honestly, um, my opinion stands. DNFs should not be over five in a race. They shouldn't. And listen, I stand by what Waff said too, that whatever happens, happens. When when you get down to recording the race, when you decide, okay, <clears throat> I'm turning this camera on. <clears throat> Sorry. And this is the race that's going up on the channel. Whatever happens, happens. If, if 12 marbles DNF in that in that recording, then 12 marbles DNF, so be it. No re-records, no fix. It's the way it is. But I think that tracks should be built and tested beforehand to make it so that five is the max dnfs it really should it really should well, I mean, because like, all right. I, I, I get your saying but also you can't like you can't like just because like you can't really account for that every time like like you could run several races beforehand and not have like that many dnfs of any at all <clears> and then suddenly you do the main race and then now they're all there's half been left right and center yeah and 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 that's something you cannot control for and I understand that. And you and there will be a couple of races that will always be overkill. But this is two races. First two races. We have six, seven, if you count the ghost marble. DNFs on the races. And that's a lot. And I know that a lot of people, and I even look at Sand Marble Rally in this light sometimes. I, I, I take a look at it and I say, okay. Sand Marble Rally is, is part of it is the racing aspect. Part of it's that outdoor aspect. But the other part of it is the actual ability to keep control as a racer and stay on the course. And I look at Sand Marble Rally. I do because, because of all the, the DNS. But I think that ideal Sand Marble Rally would, would not allow for more than five DNFs per race. It wouldn't because you have to be fair to the marbles. You do. All right. Because you get to the, you know, you you know, soon seven becomes ten, and all of a sudden half the marbles each race don't get to finish. I mean, I mean, the, the, then it's just become like a battle royale to stay on the track, not not to see who's fastest. So I mean, and and I think that there are some stats to back up and some in uh, some some details to back up that sort of comment. If you want to look at the uh, the previous race, you talk about race one. All right, let's talk about race one. Crazy Cat's Eye finished first place in race one, okay? Um, comes out in race two, and DNFs, and DNFs, does not finish. But he finished first in race one, which means he is a he is a, a, a competitor to be contended with out on the track, but that contention is gone because he doesn't get to finish. Because the track doesn't have enough walls on the sides, um, because, because, and you could say because he lost control and it's his fault. But when, in my opinion, when it's over five marbles per race, you got to question how the track is being made at this point. Yeah. And, and in well, my, my opinion, it does detract from the competition of the event. I mean, Crazy Cat's Eye's not finishing last place if he doesn't DNF. He's not. There's no, there's no time. He's not, he's better than that. He's better than that every time. So I, I don't know. That's a consideration I always think yeah. um, should be taken into account when looking at, at Sam Marble Rally and, 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 and uh, judging the DNFs. That's the, fair. That, that uh, happened. But on the more positive side of things, like I don't know if it's just me, but I feel like the, the tracks, like they're actually maybe a little bit skinnier than they have been in, in the past two years. I think maybe, most likely it makes like, a difference in this. Like, he uses his shoe to make the first track, and then, then they smooth it out with a shovel. So like, 
maybe maybe he's got a smaller shoe size or or whatever but like <laughs> um what what i i've noticed like at least from maybe it's just me not paying more attention now but like and at least for me these past few these past few races have had the most position swaps and like contentions for first place and stuff like that so like, i think like, i wonder if maybe like that tighter track actually forces them to want to have more speed and also to kind of knock into each other more to result in more position changes now I, I just I just kind of realized that like last season there were plenty of times where red number three was so far ahead that the camera was basically just focused on them most of the time. So it's possible that it's, <laughs> they've been fighting a lot and I just haven't we just haven't been seeing it. That's entirely possible. But like like I mean like this, at least from the, this season it feels like there's more even play so to so to speak at least like towards like towards the beginning of the race and then even later on in the middle of the pack seems always in contention almost well let's take a look we'll, we'll pull up the race here again on the youtube we'll talk about track design and and i think that one of the major flaws in santa marble rally for me over the course of the last f- four years is the lack of variation okay it, it i think i think there is a there is a lack of variation in track there are there are many opportunities. I just think it would just be so natural, first of all, cool, and and not that much more difficult to make to flatten out a wide section of sand at one point and allow the marbles to really spread out for a little while. Mm-hmm. It shouldn't yeah, be that but... hard. Allow it. The, allow it to split into two lanes, even for a short time. It li- it just cannot take that long to make these tracks that you cannot take like even a like a five second period and have them split into two lanes or like a ten second period and double the track width for a little while. Yeah. I mean, look at how narrow it looks like a trough. It does, it does. When we're looking at the video here, it looks like a like a trough and it and it looks like it curves in to the point where like there's not much room for marbles to pass unless they literally jump over each other or pass when they most of the passing here. Let's, let's, I'm taking a look at the video. I'm seeing a lot of passing happening when marbles go up on the sides of the wall. And that that shows that that it's not there's not a lot of passing able to happen on the track itself, but only when they're moving up on the sides of the walls and, and they're moving, of course, different distances up on the sides and it allows for passing. That's where I'm seeing the passing right now. And also, there's not much lead changes. Once Super Bowl got out in front, Super Bowl stays out in front. All right, that's a fact. And Ghost Plasma, once Ghost Plasma gets second, Ghost Plasma keeps second, I believe. He might have switched once. I, I, I don't remember. I think Duct Tape might have squeezed in there. I forget. Or Cool Moody. But there's not much changes in the lead once the once the initial pack stratifies. It's it's not changing that much, and and I think that taking that into account, maybe a wider section. I mean, I mean, I just don't know why they don't do that. I don't. What do you think, Waff? Wider sections, more lanes. What do you want to see, or do you want to just? See, I think see more it out lanes be nice, but like like, and they've done more lanes before. Like, but like they generally do like much wider, like. And I think it is important to remember, like, how, like that it definitely takes longer. Like, I know you're just exaggerating for the sake of your personality, but like, like, uh, <laughs> like this does take more than five seconds to make a decent like two lane section. Obviously, it does. And 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 I but, but I just think at this point, where you have hundreds of thousands of people, I will pause here on the standings. You guys can look at them. Hundreds of thousands of people every week counting on JMR to bring the the best of the best. That an extra an extra ten minutes or or fifteen even to to add a second lane to add a wide swath 
a place where it kind of empties out into this really wide area, maybe like maybe like some sand plinko type look to it in 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 a manner of speaking. That would be that would be interesting. That would be new. And I and I said this last year in Sand Marble Rally podcast. I did, and and I will say this until it happens. Um, for me, Sand Marble Rally will always be uh, special, but it will not be. Um, it will not progress until I start to see clear, uh, distinct features on the track. It won't. And I have not seen. We've not seen that. We've not. We've not seen that. I cannot recall. And 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 if I can't do this, then there is nothing special besides the fact that they're out in sand to begin with. I cannot recall a specific track that I really remember. Like, oh my god, that one was cool. I can recall a couple specific spe- features that looked cool, but I can't recall a specific track like, oh, that one really stood out as like a, a creative take on racing a yeah, Sand Marble Rally. Like, I can remember parts of tracks, like like the ones with the, with the wooden bridges with the holes or the ones that had spiral um, sands parts. Those features, I can remember them or, as well. Or, or the ones like where the, the one where they had the uh, metal pole at the finish line like going through the middle like where they had to go around it. Like I remember parts of a track, but I never remember an entire track. I mean, to be fair, like it does, it blend is it's the sand blends in naturally with the rest of the back of the of the sand, so it is hard to keep it in your mind, I suppose. And yeah. Like, I guess, like, I mean, like, it's hard to really like to 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 compare it to like, uh, something like Marble League, though, because like in Marble League, it's standardized stuff that like it looks. It's very simple and easy to see, like like straight line, like like sprints, straight line down, or a high jump, a, a simple ramp up over a, a a bar. You can't forget that. That's a simple structure, simple design. Whereas Sam Marble Rally is, or is just Marble Rally is, is winding pathways that are ne- never really the same. Like like like, there's always small variations compared to every pre- previous track, and they all look this. But in the, because the, the environment looks is just all sand, it blends in so well. So it's hard to it's hard to remember it to begin with so i don't know if it's necessarily a sign of it being bad so much as it's just like the natural i guess uh the natural outcome of using varied sand tracks that are really long here's what i'll say here's what i'll say i'll say this about this and i think that first of all before i make these criticisms i i should let you know that in my mind and i think in most people's mind the fact that a track has even been made out of sand that it even exists in whatever form you get is is incredible and i think you would agree Waff, that just yeah, the I fact yeah. that we even have a sand marble rally the fact that i say those words and that applies to something on the planet that exists that is incredible in and of itself that is right mm-hmm. but i think five years in to sand marble rally i feel that i have a little bit of validation in making these criticisms and i'll and i'll, and I'll say it like this i'll say it like this when i think about marble one Marble One is obviously a racing, amazing event. It's not Marble League. Marble League, of course, I can remember everything because they're all unique. Long jump looks different from five meter sprint. Looks different from from the awful black hole funnel. Looks different from collision. But when I think about Marble One, I can remember tracks. I remember the names of the tracks because of, and I remember the the look of the tracks because of the the creativity of features. And even it was simple. I remember the short circuit just because of that long stretch of uh, of of uh, straight track. I do. That was that was great. I loved that. All they did was keep it straight for a little longer. 
And I remember the track. I remember the raceway for the sand part. Obviously, the in, in Simo Morale, it's all a sand part. But maybe throw something else in there. Who says you can't throw a different terrain out there in San Morale? Who said that? I mean, they I did change can. it. We had a discussion last year how like they changed they're changing the name to Marble Rally. Like, I made I made the the point of like, hey, maybe this means they're going to do something that's other than sand. Like, if, if exactly. not in the the San Marble Rally itself, like maybe a different series. Like, and like I thought that was the whole point of changing it from San Marble Rally to just Marble Rally. You know? Yeah, we we both spoke, we both spoke to this. I feel like we spent a whole episode on this. And what are we seeing? We're not seeing any changes. Talking about uh, well, Marble One more. Well, this um, is the beginning of the season, so maybe this is like like, race, like well we. Yeah, we do got like, 12 races again this season. We do. So, like, um, maybe they're trying to, like, kind of ease the uh, the the long, the veteran fans into it, like, who are adverse to maybe. change, because there are always people <laughs> who are adverse to change. Yeah, yeah. I, I guess if you changes. come out there race one and you have uh, freaking loop-de-loops and uh, and whatever, then, then there's going to be some fans being like, what's going on here? I get. Like, imagine it's it's like it's like like a non Xfinity um a NASCAR fan like who's who prefers the 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 NASCAR uh, stock series where it's just left turns over and over again like you suddenly add an, add random right turns like what is this blasphemy right yeah, exactly. turns in my stock car no, racing no that's ridiculous <laughs> no I get that I get that and and marble sports fans I find uh, some of them to be very to be sticklers be sticklers for tradition sticklers for um uh for structure and process so definitely uh I, I i can see that point with waf we'll have, we'll have to see how the rest of the 10 races go if we if we get any uh interesting features in there but i continue mm-hmm. with what i'm saying honeycomb honeycomb the honeycomb driveway or whatever the frick that name was i remember that because of the gravitrax part mm-hmm. i remember the midnight uh midnight bay race Frickin' Bay or whatever the frick it was called because of the glass bridge. I do. I remember. And it's just, that was a small part of the track. And the, and the tunnel. The tunnel? Yeah, well, the tunnel as well. But those were small parts of the track, guys. Mm-hmm. But I remember that track because of those features. I, I even remember the Green Ducks track because it had a, a, a absurd amount of curves in 28 it. 28 turns. All right? And and those are those are small things you can do. All right, we could have you could. I would love to see a instance in a San Marble Rally track where there are maybe maybe you have a little jump, little jump up in the sand, little bump in the sand, kind of pushes marbles over a little gap. That would be cool, and that would work. You have a downhill situation. I would love to see a San Marble Rally feature where it's just straight for twenty seconds, just straight down. That can't be any harder to make than putting curves in it. That would be cool. I'd love to see a a um. San Marble Rally part, maybe where we have like some different terrain, like throw, put some felt down or something. You know, I mean, I, you know, I don't want to, you know, I don't want to say just throw anything down, but just something different. Just to be like, okay, the marbles have to deal with something different. Oh, the marbles, it opens up into this giant gap and the marbles are all kind of side by side for a while. I mean, these are, these are ideas that are easy to do. They are. And five years into San Marble Rally, we need to be seeing these changes. We do. I I, I think we do. Do you, if do you think we do, leave a comment. Email at us at mswpodcast at gmail.com. I'd love your emails. I'd love to Join read the your Discord. Emails. Join the Discord. Actually email. I, but the people there are people listening to this every week. People still listening to me to me talk about Mars. You're still doing it. For the love of God. MSWpodcast at gmail.com. Tell me. The question of the day is, do you want to see tr- changes to the, the track features, the track type in San Marble Rally? And if you do, 
what do you want to see change? Do you want wider tracks, shorter tracks, straight bits, different terrains? What do you want? Talk to me. Email me. We'll read your emails on the show. All right, you listen yeah. every week. You got you got to you got to pipe in. I want to hear your thoughts. I want I want your voice to be on the show. So please do that um, at the email uh, mswpodcast at gmail dot com. Com. I almost did the bit. We, we've done that bit before. We've done that bit before. No, yeah, yeah, we have done that bit long before. ago. Yeah, I okay. remember that. Does Kaysen have that? If he has, if the editor Kaysen has that, he should throw that in there for like the fun of it. Um, <laughs> oh boy. Do you want to yeah. cover uh, your your uh, points haul for the week? Anyway, um, before we get to Waff's picks, who is he struggling to put him pull him up, or if he's not? No, I, I, I have him up. I have him up. I do want to address some. I do want to address some. Uh, YouTube chat. We have Richard Hinckley, who's been a longtime listener on the YouTube Live, says to us, what about Snowmarble Rally? What about it? What about it? I, I like it. I like Snowmarble Rally. Yeah. It happened before. It's cool. Yeah, but that was, that was just that one race for that, for that, uh, for Marble yeah. Lee. Like, like a whole snow race. Like, I think it's almost winter season for, so there, there will be, a, snow will be available. Um, like, there's also a dirt race that can, they can do dirt, more dirt races if they yeah. wanted to. Uh, well, but what here's, other environments? Here's the problem. Here's the problem. Let's say it switches. Okay, we're done with Sam. We're doing snow. You have the same problem. You have the same problem. So snow marble, you get the same. You get the same thing. Just the just the the windy track down the down the hill. That's it. I'm not talking about change the the uh, the, the the temperature of the sand. You might as well be that. I'm talking about adding new features. Adding new features to the track. Waf, tell us about your points for the week. All right, so I had a minor improvement. Uh, I, last week I made forty-three. This time, this time I got seventy-one. Uh, so um, I'm currently ranked at what was it, eighty-first. Uh, um, so overall, which is not too bad, not too bad at all. Uh, so uh, currently, my to- for total score, uh, run number three has earned me with a multiplier thirty-six. Super Bowl got me fifty-six. Nemo got me eight, Slimer got me four, and then El Capitan got me ten. So Super Bowl has definitely been carrying me this season. Yeah, yeah, that's good. So your overall points total is what? Overall is one fourteen. Not bad. And where do you stand in the standings? Eighty first. Eighty first. Well, you have some work to do, but I think Nemo is dragging you down right now. Yeah. Um, and red number three in your multiplier <laughs> is dragging you down right now. I will address red number three in a moment. My points haul was good. I have a total of 153, a little bit re- less than race two. My race one points was 78, my race two, 75. Uh, Super Bowl pulled for me a, a good uh, 60 points um, on the race uh, as he won race race two. Crazy Cat's ID and Afton gave me zero points on the, on the race in race two. Red number three gave me six again. Comet, um, uh, I know it. Well, I have to see where he finished. Uh, Comet finished, got f- pulled four points in race two, so finished. What would that be? Twelfth, and uh, El Capitan uh, pulled me five points, so eleven. So not bad. Um, I think that Comet and El Capitan. I mean, I, I shouldn't be expecting much more. I think El Capitan will have its couple of good races over the course of the season and bring himself to another consistent season, maybe uh, somewhere in the top eight. I think Comet will have a couple of good races and bring himself at least in the top ten. 
But for me, uh, and by the way, I'm 21st overall in the fantasy. So not bad at all. I have a chance to, 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 to maybe get top three in the season. We'll see. Um, uh, Waf, I'd love to see if you could get uh, under top 20 if you, get a, if you have a good uh, run here. Yeah, that'd be good, especially with, with Nemo on my picks. Like, I, I'm really, I really want Nemo to do good. I'm really excited for Nemo. Like, like I, I've loved Nemo forever, all right? I want Nemo to do good. Well, Nemo, D, Nemo DNF'd in the first race, and then he pulled an 8 in the second race. So that's not the worst I, eight is not ever. A ba- that, is, that, that is fair. You're right. 8 is not a bad placement at all. And, so and, it, and if, as I said, if you consider that uh, a mar- every marble, every marble of race race and Sam Marble Rally, DNF's an average of twice over 12 races. Well, we have 12 races this year. So now usually an average of twice over eight races, maybe make an average of two to three times over 12 races, every marble, every marble, not just, not just one. Then we can, we can take those two or three races out and only look at the points that these marbles pull. And I think Nemo's got a good chance maybe in the future races to, um, to pull out of the DNF uh, spot and, and, and uh, bring some good points. What do you think? I think it's definitely possible. Um, there's still there's 10 more races to go, so anything can happen, honestly. Like, heck, run number three um, could make a comeback somehow. Who knows? Good segue. <laughs> because that's who I want to talk about. All right? Red number three. And we talked about red number three last week because uh, MFA, our half-host, brought up a great point. When you look at red number three in the videos, you see that red number three doesn't look like red number three. And actually, I, mean, uh, I have a good p- picture up on the YouTube here of them finished. Um, I was actually the one who brought up see, red number three being different, but whatever. It's, uh, it's see, a clear... Uh, uh, white crap why did the word just escape me uh, a white Where? circle <laughs> a white circle i couldn't think of circle white circle around the three on red number three there and and if you look at old red number three videos from the past four years uh the circle that the three is in is much more yellowed showing that it's been a keychain there for a long time well this shows that it's a new th- new marble and you can see here in the last race that this marble this is a glistening marble this is not a keychain and it's glistening just as much as the other marbles it's reflecting light as much as the other marbles it's very uh very likely that it's a glass object and not just a keychain with the hole filled yeah. in and, and we know that glass marbles of like the pool balls exist like I, I... Like a lot, I remember seeing like um in the press box of like a glass car, or whatever. Like there, there were right. like pool ball marbles. So there, there, a red number three ex- marble exists already. So it, you know, wouldn't be too and hard I'm, to find one. Yeah, they definitely slipped in that change. But what I'm saying is um, about red number three is I don't like red number three this year. I don't at all. And I, I know that um, Waff is definitely going to say this in a second. <laughs> that it, oh my god, it's only two races in. So well, why why we can't make judgments. But but all red number three has done, in my opinion, all red number three has done is show that he can avoid a DNF. Look at his points all. It's it's six and six. That's it. That's not red number three from last year. Yeah. That's not and- a first place racer. And yeah, and to, just to get out of that role play though, like that, it, it really isn't red number three anymore. Like, so, is it like, like, like thinking about it, going back on, like honestly, it is the right decision because, like, at the end of the day, like, is it really fair for a keychain to race against marbles? Like, like that's not that. At the end of the day, they're not. They're not really. They were never really equals. 
So I guess it, it, it made sense to replace him. It does. It really does for the sake of fairness. But I mean, like now it's like, I'm not really a fan of him anymore because it's not, it's not the, it's not the, the marble, the myth, the legend red number three anymore. No. Yeah, I, I agree. Um, I don't know. I don't know what to think about this. I think part of me wants the marble, the myth, myth the, the keychain, the legend. <laughs> I think part of me likes that we've even the playing field and JMR did it very sneakily. <laughs> you got to give it over to them. They, they did a good job. I actually like how they did that. They did. It was it was but it was a very clean. No play. matter the parts of me that prefer or not prefer the change. There's also the part of me that needs to focus on what red number three is going to do for me as a fantasy team and what red number three is going to do as a racer this year. And honestly, to me, red number three is not a winning racer this year. It's not. It's not. Two sixes, that's 10th place twice. That's it. Yeah. Most marbles under red number three's position have a DNF to their name. Or two, Blazing Fireball and Cobra. That's ridiculous. You guys need to pick it up. Blazing Fireball has never has been has struggled for years. Yeah, not not really the uh, the kind of racer um, that you're gonna see at the top anytime soon. But but be all red number three has proven to me so far is that he's not gonna DNF or he's 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 avoided DNF for two races that he he, he can do that. That's it. That's all he's proven. He's proven nothing. Terrible racing. He didn't even hold a lead at all, ever, in the first two races. We didn't even see him in the top three for the first few races, yeah. couple of races. And that's a problem for people who pick red number three as their time stream multiplier because you're not getting that many points. You're not. Yeah. and I, I wish I had known about the surgery beforehand because if I did, I wouldn't have picked red number three for my number one spot. I wouldn't have. Yeah, and and I um I I I did not know about it either. I made the pick based off just my tendency to not be mainstream, to not go for the easy answer. Yeah. So I was like, okay, well, I like Super Bowl, two third places in the last two years. I like Crazy Cat Side, upward trajectory. Let's throw them up there. Let's see how they do. And it turned out in my favor this year. But um I don't even know if I'm happy with red number three as a one times multiplier. I mean, I could have had Cool Moody. I could have had Marbly Marble yeah, Face. Yeah, I, I never would have picked Cool Moody before, but I I, I was I was almost picked Marbly Marble Face, but like I I ultimately picked El Capitan over them. But now that I'm realizing, like I I don't know if I wouldn't have picked, I I if I know about the surgery, I probably would have still picked Red Number Three. I don't know. I feel like slots. a lot of people. I, I think you would have just be just to like because you think I, well, it means Red Number Three. Yeah. We we didn't it, know it, what was going to happen. Yeah. I mean, I think like the news about it has been around for a while. It's just that it, I I didn't catch wind of it until much late, until after the first race. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Um, here's what I will say. I don't think Cool Moody is is a is a first place marble this year. I don't. I don't think Cool Moody is that marble. I think Cool Moody is a top five marble. And if you yeah. pick Cool Moody, you're gonna ride well this year. If you also, because most people had Super Bowl Crazy Cat Size somewhere in their lineup. Mm-hmm. So if you pick Cool Moody, you're gonna roll well this year. See what it did roll. If you I pick Old Plasma, you're gonna list. roll well this year. I, I, I'm just asking. Like, I, I've, I knew Super Bowl has been a good a marble. 
No, Super Bowl. Why didn't they put him on? If you didn't pick Super Bowl, you didn't pay attention. You didn't look at the stats. No, no, I Super knew Bowl the stats is the second best racer that... in this competition. For whatever Name reason, a Marvel I... who's done better. I know, I, but for whatever reason, I did. I completely forgot that Super Bowl existed in my brain for some reason when I picked him. I put Slimer. I could have put Super Slimer's Bowl. not a bad pick. Slimer's, hey, Slimer's struggling up. now. Slimer's he, not he, a bad he, pick, he, he, but Super Bowl's better. Super Bowl is better. Super Bowl is better every time. Super Bowl is the second best racer, in in my opinion, in Cinema Rally. Two yeah. third places overshadows one first. And in my opinion, Ghost Plasma, you get a first, a second, a 19th, and a 20th. I'll take two third places over those four finishes any day. Ghost Plasma and Super Bowl are, are close to the same. But in my opinion, Super Bowl is your second best marble uh, San Marble Rally racer. And with red number three's uh, situation, you could be looking at the best uh, San Marble Rally competitor in Super Bowl. And I'm sure that one gold medal is not where he's going to end here after 12 races. It's not. It's no way. And Crazy Cat's Eye the same way. Those the two very good racers, and I think I think you're just gonna see from them. if you pick them, you're gonna be you're gonna be doing well. It's just that red number three is not is not impressing this year. It's not. Yeah. And that, that 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 brings another thing. Like on the one hand, like like when we just mentioned how this does even the playing field. If like if like Super Bowl playing B is red number three here for the, the podium, it's gonna have that stipulation of well they had to nerf. The quote unquote red number three for him to do it, and so that'll that'll make some fans will see that as like, oh, they didn't really earn it. Like they, it's like 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 changing your number three is like it's ultimately gonna have positive and negative repercussions on on different sides of the fandom depending on where you stand. I think ultimately I'm not gonna I I'm in I can distance myself enough from the role play. I'm not too, I'm not insane enough to think to to actually really get too deep into it. To to where I can ex- that I will not question someone's victory over red number three in this new setting, but for people who really lo- are re- who are really into the role play, they're going to like like the victory will not will yeah will either be soured for them if they if they're a fan of that other marble or if they they didn't if they hate um or if they uh they love red number three. They will be like they can. They'll be all snarky people. Like, well, it's 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 not the same. Right? It, like, right now he had the surgery, so it, it's not really a victory. And like, I think that's mm-hmm. gonna happen. There's gonna it's gonna cause debates. It's gonna it's gonna happen. And like, I, I there's no there was no there was no way to avoid. If they didn't do anything, there still be people complaining about. Hey, this isn't a marble. This is a keychain. Like, there was no th- like. It's such a complicated situation. There's no there was no way that they were gonna get out of this. No matter what they did, there was gonna be someone who's gonna be upset. Like there's there's there there's this is how it was like, I like, I mean I in my opinion I think this is ultimately the best choice out of all the choices they could have made. It's true. I think for in the long run this is the best choice for the series, but like I do like, like it is like like when thinking about it I kind of feel bad for them because like, no matter what they do someone's gonna be upset. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. You you lie to unpack in what you said there. Indeed. I and, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't know what to think. I think that what they did, the decision they made, and, and be, remember we're we're telling we're talking about this on the assumption. The very probable but still the theory that but red number three was switched for a red number three marble from a keychain and not actually the surgery being performed to fill well, in the hole. That's what we're going on the assumption the theory. I don't think of. it's, it's a theory. Likely. I'm pretty sure it's it's just straight up a fact. 
I mean, it was likely. It's what we've seen. It's not necessary. We don't know 100% sure. We're like 99% sure. But like, but but on that assumption, I don't know. I don't know. I I, I don't know if it would have been better to just remove red number three. But you're gonna make oh someone yeah, remove upset him completely. That's another option, I guess. They could have completely retired the marble itself. Yeah, because if you remove him, then you get a lot of upset red number three fans. Yeah. But if you do what you did here, you get a lot of upset red number three fans. And wait, give me one second. What I was saying is, um, I'm back from my thingy, whatever. Uh, talking about red number three, I don't I don't know what would be better because you're gonna make people upset. You you okay? You do what you what what JMR did right now. You replace the marble. Um, you're you're making some red number three fans upset, but at least you're kind of being like, okay, come on, you know, you you can keep red number three, but he has to be a marble. So like they'll kind of be upset, but they're gonna be a quiet upset where it's like, okay, they get it. But it, I mean, I feel like if you remove red number three. Then you're gonna get a lot of outrage and oh, a lot true, of yeah. fans being just like, like that. You can't. How we can do that? That's, well, that's I mean, it's a, ta- it's, a, it's a taste for retirement. Like, 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 does like they're the first repeat champion, not just in Marble Rally history, but in in JMR history. So like, I know, but that's gonna be seen as a as a as a way too timely retirement too. And and then you're gonna still get fans being like, well, I mean, you know, we we got first place this last two years. What what competitor retires after getting first place twice in a row? No, you I at least play out the next year. Some people like right? some people do like they 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 know like when they've peaked and like or like they 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 made a a major uh, accomplishment and like this is how I want my career to be to end like on a really high note. And that's that, that like, for red number three last year. That is the highest note that any marble rally marble has ever been on. It would be yeah. it, so like if that's the style that they wanted to go with, like that's a completely understandable time for a competitor to retire. This yeah, is my eye. yeah. I think just the change hit us so quick, we didn't even really have time to react. And now all of a sudden, red number three is getting is pulling a, a six and a six in the first two races, which is deplorable. It's awful. That's that's terrible. Yeah, I don't think you're seeing red number three in the top ten this year. I don't. Yeah. Richard Hinckley also mentioned, like in the chat, on that that many boxers also retire as champions because that that again that also adds like it's their career ending on a really high note. Yeah, it's fair. It's fair. I don't know. I I that's another great thing. MSWpodcast at gmail Send an email. Tell me. Give give me your thoughts on the red number three situation. This is a big situation. This is the highlight. As far as drama goes, when it comes to Sand Marble Rally, and I honestly want to hear your takes on it. There's so many options. They could have replaced the marble. They could have filled in the hole. They could have taken Red Number Three out. They could have just left them as is. Like, 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 where are you at with it? And what do you think Red Number Three is going to do this year? Look at his points in the first two races. It's it's awful. It's it's worse than than like you take another racer like Summer Sky who has a DNF but a ten point haul on a different race. DNFs yeah. are like you expect at least two for every marble on the twelve races. That's okay. We got six and six right here, guys. So, um, one of the number three fan accounts actually responded to a tweet. The tweet about the uh, the previous episode like no, like what's the deal with number three? It's like no deal, just having a tough season. <laughs> Find like that's I, I love that that's great loving ha- having that the fan community interacting with us. Hey, granted that it's true, it's what's happening. Yeah, in uni- in universe, like well, okay, going back into role play, yeah, that's exactly what's happening because this is this is still to end universe. It's still the same red number three just after a surgery. And, and I guess that's where we'll have to leave it as far as red number three goes. Yeah. I again again, 
I would be surprised if red number three finishes top eight this year. I think you're going to likely see him 10 and below. Six and six coming out of the gate. That is not exciting me for the coming races. It's not at all. So let's let's head to the trivia segment, uh, everybody, and um, uh, we'll come back, discuss a little NASMARB after the trivia, and wrap up this episode. Um, and uh, we'll we'll uh, we'll go to the trivia. So do the music thing. Now it's time for the trivia segment. Come on now, let's go go go. Go, go, go. Is the music playing? Is it playing? Yes. All right, it's playing. Okay, so we're going we, to go to the trivia. We're at the trivia now. The music played somewhere in that mess of, of talking. So let's just do it. Well, I'll start with the trivia question if you want. Okay. All right, uh, it, it's a simple one. We're just talking about the current state of um, uh, uh, Marble Rally. Okay. So, if, so which marble? No, which marbles? We'll start. We'll ask how many. We'll start with how many, and then you can actually name them if you're if you're that good. How many marbles have an equal um, points haul or DNF in the first race as as they had in the second race? So how many marbles had identical finishes in the first two races? And what, what marbles are they? Uh, well, you might want to cover up the screen. Uh, I guess I'll, I'll cover up my. Screen. I will look at it in. So right, what two marbles? Cover it up. Well, red number three we talked about a whole lot. They had they had two similar they had two ten place finishes. Yep, six and then six on the points. Let me see here. Who I think there was one other one. I want to say we'll count double DNFs too. Double DNFs. Okay. Yep. Well, then Cobra was one of them. And then there was another one. It was. Who was the other marble who DNF'd as well? Ghost Marble. <laughs> but no, uh, 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 come on. You were just mentioning this guy. You just complained about him for a second. Oh, come wait, what? Oh, 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 uh, uh, come on. I, that's a great hint, but I can't believe I, for, um, ah. <laughs> uh, why am I so easily forgetful? I guess was it Slimer? Was it Slimer? Did you say Slimer? Yeah, that's my that's my last guess. It's not Slimer, but um, you're also missing one more for a points haul. For a points can you, haul, can you at least get the name? <sighs> if I can get the name, oh my gosh, come on! Uh... <sighs> this is a tough one. <laughs> Did Nemo? No, not Nemo. I'll tell you. I'll tell you. We had red number three with a six and a six. Right. El Capitan with a five and a five. Oh. Blazing Fireball with, a, oh, with yeah. the two DNFs and Cobra with two DNFs. Um, anyways, uh, you have your question. That was a, I like that question. That was a fun one. Yes, I do. So um, I got, I'm got. i going back to that list of ghost marble facts that was sent. To keep in mind, this is also before the 2020 season started, so some of these facts might be a little bit off now, but like, so that, that does keep that in mind. So the next ghost marble fact that I have on my list is the ghost marble has earned like what they call ghost points, where basically like if they were an actual racer, like they would have gotten the points in that slot instead. So the question is, how many points have they earned in marble rally and how many in showdown for a boat for bonus? 
How many points across every Marble Rally race ever? Yes, but they, remember, the Ghost Marble hasn't raced in every season. Like, we, we talked about this last... Uh, oh, yeah. Like, they've I'm only been in... Tw- like, last, last week, um, they've been in 29 races in the Marble Rally and 8 races in Showdown. Well, here's what I'll say. I'll do. This is how I'll do it. 29 races, we'll say. Okay, chances are that in 29 races, going by my average that I threw out to you at the um, at the beginning of the uh, well, actually like 15 minutes ago, going by my average that a marble DNFs twice every eight races. About, we'll say in 29 races, um, he DNF'd. Um, that would be four groups of eight, a little bit under four groups of eight. So we'll say about. We'll say he DNF'd about eight times, so those would be zero point times. Then we'll say that leaves 21 races. We'll say that the fact that the Ghost Marble is rarely ever seen in like the top eight, I'll say that we're looking at a point tall between about zero and about six or seven. So if you average that out, you get like 21 times four. I'd go about 81 total points. No, no, not, no, 80, 84 total points on the 29 races is that any more close you gave the ghost marble so much more credit like when they actually deserve like remember they start way back in the pack in the pack the ghost marble yeah. in all 29 races they they had raced in up until that point they had earned 13 ghost points in marble rally and like wow okay um, not nearly anything there. in this most recent race like uh I didn't my average quickly if, like, can you show the scoreboard for race two because they actually i think they did finish actually race two you, so we, we could like we can get an update on their current ghost point uh, it doesn't show the ghost marble here uh, it, on the, in the in screen on the video oh uh did not finish in race two ghost marble oh okay the bottom okay so yeah so they didn't get points this time okay so, but and then uh but and then for the bonus points in in showdown they've only earned two points. Hmm, interesting. Well, actually, showdown being eight races, I would have yeah. guessed two DNFs, and then averaged it out to six races. About oh yeah, I would have said way more than two. But uh, yeah, um, weighting the average, if it was uh, yeah, I still would have been yeah, two points. Okay, that's that's fair. That's cool. That's an I mean, interesting. Like, yeah, fact. You remember the Ghost Marvel always starts at the very back of the pack. Yeah, so they and have there's any a lot of zeros. There's a lot of zeros um, because if you finish sixteenth to twentieth, you get a zero, even if you right. even if you finish. So, yeah. Well, I mean, like, it, well, also like that. Those are DNF, so maybe they they, they decided not to give any points at all. Like, it, I imagine probably got one point for getting fifteenth. Yeah. You do get one point for 15 if you yes. finish. Um, and that's, by the way, why I say that five should be the max DNFs. Because the points go down to 15, and also it's just better. More marbles that are finishing, the more contention there is. Like I talked about with Crazy Cat's Eye. Um, and also, we should at least be giving out the points down to one for every marble. But that's what I think about that. So, so let's go. Um, I, I guess those are our questions. Um, good question, Waff. Um, we'll head back. To the trivia with the song. Play the music. Why am I singing it? I don't know. <laughs> that was the trivia segment. Now let's head back to the show, show, show. The show. Oh. All right. We are back from the trivia. We are here. Back from the trivia. 52 minutes in. We have about 10 minutes to go. Wow. We did hit the hour. We're going to hit the hour. Wow. Mm-hmm. We said we wouldn't. I told you. But we're going to hit it. Because once I start talking about marbles, once you start talking about marbles, then we just we just can't stop. 
You can't stop That's the power now. of marbles. Power of marbles. Well, what's going on? What, what do we what do we want to cover here? We've covered Santa Marble Rally, like I said. Of the, um, of the I think self. we just uh, the the basis point. I want to say before we move on, I think we'll cover NASMARB for a moment. Oh, but yes. I, I do want to I do want to remake the basis point again. I want to see in the next ten races. I want to see at least something, one thing memorable in these tracks. Besides the fact that it's just incredible that they're on the sand to begin with. We're in year five, guys. I want to see something memorable. And remember, you can give your comments, mswpodcast at gmail.com. All right, NASMARB. Waff, you want to talk about NASMARB, your thoughts on the track and the race and what's going to come up here in the yes. actual race um, uh, in, uh, in, tomorrow. in in week four, I guess tomorrow would be. Yeah, so the qualifiers happen just about an, two hours before we had to record this. So it, the it's called the, um well, this, this race is called the... Um, the may the mayhem speedway i believe is um uh misfortune 400 I, I, or something well the, the track is called the misfortune 400 uh oh i, I think you're right the, the, that's the race you're right the race name is the one with the number in it i always mix that up so yeah it so the so the, the mayhem speedway super speedway is the track the race that this one is the misfortune 400 and that's a very apt name because the turns are super tight and there's a lot of dnfing going on I don't know if it's necessary as much as last week's or like two weeks ago last, last week's um, race, but it is def- it is very close. And that was just with the, the single cars. I can imagine that tomorrow when we have two and three cars on the track at once, there's going to be a lot of cars that are either falling off the track or just getting stuck at one of the turns. Like it's going to be a very, very hectic race. Yeah. And um, unfortunately for me, uh, the car I sponsored, Quilo, for the MSW uh, uh, podcast, did not qualify. First time not qualifying. It's a shame. It's not really what I wanted to see. But uh, I think Quilo can eat this one as long as he's good for the next four races. And I think he'll at least make the playoffs um, if he continues to race well in the next uh, uh, four races. Um, I, when I talk about the track design, uh, I like it at first, right? Is a lot of three turns. Um, it twists to the right, then twists back to the left, then has a nice clean 90 degree and then a straight shot to the end. And it's a good, it's a good uh, set of turns. Um, but the, the, the first two turns are so close together that it really does whip the car around quickly and and does take a lot of speed from it. If you wa- a couple of times in the qualifiers, I did see that cars that even did finish finished on a very slow, in a very slow way. They just crawled to the end because they just they were whipped around so much at the beginning that it, they just lost the momentum and just kind of crawled to the end um, for the last half of the track. Actually, there were some and fast I, times. Like like I know you only got to, to breeze through it, but I got to sit and watch all of it. There are some fast times, and I, I think this is nice because like, this is not just te- now this is testing more than any of the previous tracks. The the cars control like the, the drivers' um, skill with controlling their vehicle, which is something that they haven't right. really tested as much. That's true. Control is important here. Um, finishing is important here. A slow finish. <laughs> finishing is, is always important. DNF. No, no, but it's it's especially important because you're gonna get a lot of DNFs. You get a lot of DNFs tomorrow. You're gonna probably have a record of DNFs tomorrow. You definitely will. Possibly. You had a lot of DNFs in the um, the qualifiers uh, today, and you can get a lot tomorrow when when you put three 
uh, cars on the track at once. Yeah. And so finishing, no matter how slow, is going to be better than not finishing at all if you're moving fast. And, and, and it, of course, that's always better. But in this case, it's really important because a slow finish could literally be a win for you because the other two cars probably flew off the track. This is a tough track. Mm-hmm. The track, you can see... You look at the track, the design. There's a there's a there's a very clear twist in the track that really is going to put these cars uh, at a you know in, in weird angled situations. So yeah. I I don't I don't uh, I don't know what's going to happen. I just know it's going to be tough. I will take a moment here and pull it up on the YouTube for anyone watching the show on YouTube, and you will be able to see. Um, uh, the track design here for a moment before we end. I'll just kind of skip ahead. You get a, you got a chance to take a look. But uh, what what are your predictions? Who's gonna win? Who's gonna win uh, uh, race four? I mean, it's hard to say at this moment. Um, um, who's streamer who is racing in the new Pines Cones? Uh, design. I love that car design. Designed by Piney. Uh, mm-hmm. so they did really well this race, uh, and like the the racer who's been doing who's been doing really great recently, Lemon Drizel, is at the middle of the pack, actually. Though, they kind of were at the middle of the pack on their race, if I'm not mistaken, on the race that they, uh, that they, t- that they got the perfect run on. So, Drizel is still out I don't it. see Lemon Drizel having a good race this, this today. I don't know. Drizel has been, pr- has been really on their game these past few races. Mm, I would not be not, surprised if this, if they continue But trend. not from, not from race one. Not race one was was that one time that they did bad. Yes, you're right. But like then, but there's only it, been three races. So from race one, if you're not, if they're not, if he's not racing well, I mean, that's one third of of the season that he has spent not racing well. And um, I just don't think that Lamone Drizel's uh, forefront of skill is is uh, is the um, is, is maneuvering through these curves. I think he's more of a speed based car. Um, and I think that uh, he he got lucky in some sense in the last two races. He got out in front uh, and, and uh, of the collisions and, and was able to finish. So I don't I don't know. I don't see Lamon Drizel being top five here. I think Streamer has a good a good opportunity. I think Prime. You might see some more from Prime, who seems to be a good all around racer. Uh, I think Spitzer, your car, is going to be another contender here as well. Um, and I think Mozilla, who was good in the first race, is, is gonna is could be good. He had a very good time, or it's a decent time, uh, in uh, in in the qualifiers. He finished. He finished both times. So I, I don't know. I I don't know. I think it's gonna be interesting. I just want to see how it it all shakes out with with the three cars on this track. As you see, if you're looking on the YouTube, it twists quite a bit. There is an easy fall off in some of the it, 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 between the the last two ninety degree turns, and it's just gonna be a, a a all out kind of battle to just stay on the track, let alone actually getting to the end. And, and I think it's going to be the car that gets out in front of the collisions. It's going to be the car who's out of the gate first. I, I, I'm going to go out on a limb and see, say here that the majority of the winning cars will be the cars who get out of the gate in the lead. That's going to be the winners. That's where your winners are going to come from this race. You see in other races, uh, Quillo here in the first race was a good example where he, he was not out of the gate into the lead like any of his races, but he actually pulled out uh, and won, uh, not won, but did very well, actually won a bunch of races and then ended up almost, I think, podiuming or something in um, in, in race one 
uh, but he didn't get out to the lead. But I don't think that's going to be the case in this race. In this race, you don't want to be stuck in collisions. As soon as you're stuck in collisions in, the, in this mess of three turns, you're off the track. Yeah. And I mean it when I say it. I think it's going to be the cars who are out of the gate in the lead are going to be the most likely, and you're going to probably see this majority of the time, going to be going to be taking the win. Um, that's what I say about that. Um, well, if you have any thoughts on that, if not, then we'll close out. Uh, no, I, I, I think like I re- like I really need to see to make any final decisions on or any like comments on it. I really need to see the race itself. Like I'm realizing now, next week like it's gonna be a very uh, packed episode because we're gonna have a marble rally and we're gonna have an Asmar race. So I, I think we, are. we we might focus on Asmar. I, I imagine this is, I just because like it doesn't happen as often. So I think I think Asmar will be our focus next episode. And, like we can really yeah. get into the nitty gritty of how we feel about the overall track design yeah yeah um yeah I, I i can't wait to see how it shakes out with three cars here on the track um but with that without uh further ado though we will pull the episode to a close thank you for listening in this week on the marvel sports worldwide podcast we will continue to bring you coverage of the uh the two the the marble south wow all the words didn't work there sand marble rally rest of the season that's what we're going to cover and nas marb and we'll see if any other uh marble um, related uh, things come out um, in the next uh, coming months. So, with that being said, let's bring it to a close. Waff, close it out for us. All right. Roll on, Marvel Sports fans. <laughs> <laughs>